Okay, so yeah. Um, I think it's very important for the viewers to know who we are and how we collectively came together. So we're going to go this way and just kind of do a little brief introduction. Um, we don't have to get too deep because it's important to leave people with that mystery, right? So Prince, you could go first. You could explain who you are, describe, you know, how we are all connected, and then Carmen. Sure. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Peace and blessings to the family. My name is Prince Shakur, also known as Charles Clink for the family. Um, how do we all come about? Well, I met Carmen through Red. I mean, I met Carmen through uh, Tamara, right? We were at a, um, what is that? A um, vision board. Vision board meeting. Yeah. So that's how we came about, you know what I mean? As far as you, you already know how we met. You know, your college, school, social work department team and I met through I met Red through a trial and error you know we had a little history together and that's my own voice so that's how we came about and we're here so that's me yes Prince Carmen's turn <laughs> well my name is Carmen and I met Prince through Tamara I met through I met I'm stupid because <laughs> I'm like wait I'm thinking about the bitch <laughs> Well, we met through we, mutual, we'll cut that oh, anyway. Oh, yeah, mutual friend. I forgot. I was gonna say evil individual. I right. can say that. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Again. Mm-hmm. So hi, my name is Carmen. I met Prince through Tamara. I met Tamara through an evil individual, which you know the only good thing that came out of it was our friend. Um, I met Reg through Tamara and Prince at a get together, and I can't wait. For you guys to see all the outcomes and the good things that we have in store. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so I am Tamara Hawkins, and this is very important for me because this was a vision that I had back in February, just before all the pandemic came. And uh, I, could, I originally wanted to do this with Prince. Prince and I talked about doing this because we wanted to do a podcast that, you know, we could talk about in a social works perspective. Right. And having a relationship with Carmen and having a relationship with Reg, I just knew that you guys were perfect to be added to the podcast because, you know, two, four people is going to always be better than two and two people are better than one. And collectively, because I have a relationship with each individual, I think it's going to be a perfect mesh of ideas and, you know, a little confrontation, disagreements, agreements and I want that type of dialect. It's very important for us to come together and talk about things that are uncomfortable, especially people that look like us. We need more people that look like us that can relate to us. So, And everybody I know because I like to be around everybody. (laughs) Okay, so take it away. Um, Yeah, my name is Red, and as Prince said, we met through trial and error. I actually met Tamara from Prince and... Carmen from Tamara at a little get together, and I'm excited about being here also. And I'm very excited as well. Yes, yes, because right. we got a lot to talk about. That's right. A lot to talk about, and I think it's very important that you know there's going to be some topics that are going to be very uncomfortable, <clears throat> even for us, and we have to figure out ways how we're going to navigate through that discomfort. And the whole premise of the stimulating minds is to give things, different topics, different situation, a different perspective on how to look at it. We're very one-minded, many of us. Oh, no, no, I'm going to do it this way. This is all I know. So hopefully through our dialect, somebody can be like, you know, what Carmen said, I, I think I should, maybe I could try it that way. Or what Prince said, or what Red said, or what I said. So that's the whole premise of the podcast. And I hope that... You guys are proud to do it as much as I'm proud to um, be a part of it and have a, the creative idea. But I would not have been able to do it without any of you guys. So with that being said, I think it's important that we kind of touch on just even with this whole pandemic, right? Um, it did affect everybody in different ways. So maybe we could talk about some coping skills on how you dealt with it and how you dealt with it and how you dealt with it, right? So once again, Prince, I'm going to start with you. During, yeah, during during this whole change, because, you know, I did the 2020 vision party that you guys had the honor of speaking. Y'all were my speakers. (laughs) 
And I was so excited about 2020 because, you know, they always say 2020 is the biggest vision and this and the third. And, and, then, and then 2020 came and we all ah. crashed down. Right. So, you know, I felt a big guilt. Me and her talk about that all the time. I felt very guilty about it. I'm like, all these people came and created a vision and people in their families are dying. They're losing their job. And I realized that wasn't my fault, right? So how did you maneuver or, or how are you coping? Because we're still dealing with it. <clears throat> yes, we're definitely still dealing with it, right? Mm -hmm. Let's make no mistakes about that. Um, be as it may, you know, my vision board for 2020, I think I fulfilled like 98% of that, as you can see. You know, I shared with the world, um, and I'm, again, thankful for having you in my life and just having those visions where I can see it, you know, on paper. So, but for me, you know, this, um, this pandemic, again, it, it affects certain people differently and everyone differently, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I'm just fortunate that um, I really didn't have any family members who succumbed or experienced that. I, my dad did. Uh, had a cousin who was in a hospital. But for the most part, just I had to keep it positive, you know? Being around people like you, Carmen, Reg, and others, that kept me just um, on, my, on my P's and Q's and making sure that I, I won't end up depressed. I don't have so much anxiety that, um, you know, I'm not within myself. I can reach out and say, yo, hey, T, let's hang together, whatever, despite everything that was going on. So my coping skill was just having, you know, family, friends around me, and just, most importantly, unplugging myself mm -hmm. from uh, the media, you know, because when it first happened, media, coronavirus, 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 and that within itself, just constantly consuming that information can be uh, overwhelming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I refuse to uh, become a victim of that. So again, my coping skill was um, reducing my intake of the media mm -hmm. and increasing my um, intake amongst family and friends. And of course, you know, being cautious, not too so really cautious where I'm afraid of everything and everyone, but just, you know, it is just living life, you know, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So that's that was my coping mechanism going through this entire ordeal so yeah very good very good thank you for sharing you're welcome no problem good. carmen well me you know i'm anti-nonsense <laughs> i feel like the way i coped with it, i just kept doing my normal and i was going to work going out doing what i got to do because i feel that because it's time for elections something always comes out mm -hmm. so every time there's an election it's like a new virus a new sickness, a new something. Everything is all, for me, the way I feel is everything based on politics. So it's like, I feel like they trying to control us and tell us what we can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to the mask, it's just like, you're mandatory to wear something when reality is all these masks are not 100%. Right. Where you can still breathe through it, through actual, the mask, like blow, fire, if you light up, light up a lighter or something. So I really don't listen to rules and regulations, me personally. I just do what I want to do when I want to do it and just continue moving. When it comes down to social media, social media actually puts more than what it actually is. For example, when I was listening to the radio, they said that Florida was a high end. When it comes down to the numbers, they said then it was 5%. So it's like nobody really knows what's going on. And social media and all these politicians, what they're doing is just putting fear in us and we're accepting that. Mm -hmm. So I just, I'm a social butterfly. I do what I want to do, when I want to do it, and how I want to do it. So being that you and Prince have the same type of concept, well, what do you say to people who feel otherwise? Or I how, mean, how I do mean, you address those concerns that people feel like? Right, and do you practice any type of safety? Yeah, like what type of... Well, as a safety, reality is you're supposed to be clean 100% of your whole life. Like, you're supposed to come home, wash your hands, sanitize, clean your household. There's people that are outside that touch everything and they touch their face, they touch, come home, touch their kids. Like for example, when I was going food shopping, everybody's walking around with gloves but not noticing that you're actually double contaminating right now. It's true. You're using gloves and you're touching everything and here I come behind you and I'm touching it. So guess what? 
as a bright person that I feel that I am, regardless that I'm touching it behind you, I'm going to come home and I'm going to wash my hands. I'm not going to come home and touch everything in my household. Yeah, but sometimes it's not just about you. It is about the other people that are It not is being about cautious. the other people, but to be honest, so that's, other that's people are not thinking all about have you. to be safe as a collective because of those that are not practicing. That is true, but other measures. people are not, are not thinking about you. They're double contaminating stuff. So it's like I come and I have gloves on and I touch this wine glass and I walk away. You know, sometimes people are so, to be honest, nasty. They're touching fluids and stuff and not even thinking about the other person. So it's like reality is, as much as we try to think about human beings, we have to really think about ourselves because they're not really thinking about us. Nobody thinks about us but us. Sometimes, you know, at a, I feel at a 100% of human beings, maybe 90% don't think about us. And that 10% is more cautious. Right. There's not a lot of cautious people out there. The way we are. I mean, if, if we come and we do what we're supposed to do every day, clean, pick up, wash your hands, be a clean person, we wouldn't have so much germs out there. But people don't do that. People just feel like it's right to just be touching everything and everyone. So it's like, why am I going to think about everybody else when everybody else is not thinking about me? Right. That's the way I feel. But again, a mask, I feel like a mask is not going to save you. Because at the end of the day, when you take that mask off, you're not cleaning your hands. So it's like, why am I putting on a mask, but then I'm touching my face with her three hands? What's the sense of it? That's how I feel personally. You know, I'm going to say it. I think it's so funny how people are so consumed with this mask thing. When many people have been wearing a mask a whole, before this pandemic started. Again, it's And I'm politics. not talking about literally, of course. Right, but, right. you know... That's what we. That's 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 how we are trained. That's how we are trained to think that we mask everything, right? And not to talk, not to to get off topic, but you, you just saying the mask is just getting it. It's just telling. It's just showing me just how conditioned that we become off of other people, right? Um, and I think that's something that we need to address. Like you, yes, we're physically wearing a mask, but you've been wearing a mask your whole life. You've been, you've been conditioned. You've been traumatized. You've been, and this is just, this is just it in the flesh. It's now. a cycle. This is just it in full force. So you're like, thinking about the, the parallel between just being the controlled. Actual, the, just yeah. being controlled. Everything. Every. Let me say that I feel personally that people are trying to control us. When it comes down to the mask, when it comes down to vaccine, when it comes down to money, oh, that's a whole nother. There's a shortage of money. It's the all coins. They, the coins. They just How want is you a to shortage of coins? Cards. Because we, they want us to be, to be trapped. trapped. It's like we are the robots. They're following us. They everything. We're like mechanic people. And if we continue doing what they want us to do, that's what we're gonna be, become. Mm-hmm. But if you are your own mind, your own person, and you do what you do, you're normal. They can't really track you down. So it's like if you have cushion money, you can't be using well, that cushion money anymore. They'll always be able to check it as long as you carry that phone. They'll always know where you're at. That's right. You could. And the average person cannot go without having your telephone. Mm, yes and no. Because I mean, can you, can you go without having your phone? I could go for without. For twenty four hours. I could. Sometimes I don't even ask them. Like I don't. Try it. You see, I'm not saying not, not saying go without it. Meaning, <laughs> Mean take don't it, use put it. Put it in your drawer. And don't no, use it. Put it in your drawer. And leave it there. For and leave a day, it there for a day. You could do that. I could do that. But let me say something. You know what? For me, it would be much easier to do it if I didn't have children. Because now and then... So you can't do it. No, I could do it personally for you can't. me. If you can't. You, but you I have children. children. Right. You can't. So you can't do so it. So I can't do saying. it. Right. So you but can't. not because I can't as a human being to right. just leave it. Because of the fact that it's not like back in the days where we had a quarter to call. We don't have no pay phone. So how... I have a house phone. So it's like I have a house phone. I could contact my kids. On but the house, you, but they can't you, contact you, me. Before, before cell phones, how were parents able to, to get in touch with their children? Before cell phones. See, back in the days, our it parents was, wouldn't work. It, it was they wouldn't work as hard as, or as much. They didn't need to work as hard or as much as we work now. Mm-hmm. It's different. And even if we had an electronic when it came down to a beeper, we still needed a quarter to go into a payphone. Right, and to make so it's like, And on top of that... We will tell our parents where we're going. So and why, our parents... So why, so why you can't tell, you, our, why because can't tell my parents where I'm going? Because now? I'm working 12 hours. So I'm in somebody else's home. Mm-hmm. They don't have a house phone. How am I going to get in contact with my kids it's when my kids are times. home? It's a different generation. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I teach my kids how to use the house phone. 
with no problem. They use the house phone. I come and take the phones away. We use that house phone to call my parents. But again, how am I going to make sure that my kids are good when everything is internet and cell phone, everything's Wi-Fi? Mm-hmm. It, right. Trust me, if there was a pay phone, I would be glad to use a quarter. I'll be glad because I know phone numbers. That's the problem that if they took everything away from us. So we have to utilize mm-hmm. what we have. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back to this idea that you brought up tomorrow, right? <clears throat> About wearing a mask, mm-hmm. right? Um, again, people wear masks to conceal who they are, how they're feeling, the trauma they've been through, right? Mm-hmm. Um, could you further elaborate on that? Like, like, how does that fit into today's, you know, generation, today's society? Like, what is that about, you know? What does that fit in? Yeah. Um, I'll use me for an example. Like... You know, if something bothers me or if I'm bothered by something, let's just say, let's just say I have a moment, I'll, I'll cry, right? My son comes in, automatically, I'm like, Mom, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm good. What happened? Like, I'm all excited now. I, some people can't even allow themselves to feel their pain right. because they always got to be so strong, right? Especially black women or marginalized groups of women, minority women, we always have to be like put this poker face on you know i could be feeling like pure crap and you'll ask me how i'm doing i'm good i'm fine mm-hmm. right why why i can't tell you i'm not feeling too good today yeah, today is not a, a good day i saw a post but that's a, post but, that's a but, if, if, but if that's you, where the mask comes in but if 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 you choose to not to say that you that's your choice that you're making it's because it's conditioned it's conditioned. It is it's a, a choice, but guess it's what? It's a learned behavior. If I come to you and I tell you, right, and this comes back to people using information to their advantage. Yep. I come to you and I explain to you, hey, I'm having a hard time with Tamara, communicating with Tamara, and, you know, we had a situation where we were arguing back and forth. Now, here I come, and let's say I don't give you what you want or I don't do what you want. Now you're gonna use that to your advantage. To be like, you know what? Because you are this and because you are that, that's why you're having issues. Right. Instead of actually having a conversation with a human being, trying to either lift them up or just give just, them advice. Just be there. Sometimes you just or sometimes be there. Listen, just listen. We don't. Yeah. We criticize those people. There's and judgment when, behind. Yes, and when those people are down, is when we actually attack more yes. to actually bring when them you down. Say we, you mean? we as humans, mm. we do it unconsciously. Sometimes we don't know that we're doing it. We don't even it. know that we're doing it. it when be- I do something and Tamara knows, I'll be like, listen, don't be mad at what I'm going to say. Because I know that sometimes what I say is harsh. And then when I sit back, I'll be like, damn, I kind of said it too. Like, I should have, you know, I could have said it. Because sometimes she comes to me to, for me to listen. But because I know myself, I always make sure I say, you know, don't get upset at what I'm going to say. Because sometimes I say harsh so you, stuff instead to her. Of, sometimes instead of listening, you interject into... Sometimes. Issue. Sometimes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes so I that, tell, and I have to tell her that I just I just want you to listen. Yes, just listen mm-hmm. to me. That's it. And listening and, is a big factor in our profession. That's exactly right. <clears throat> We're social workers, so they we've always been taught active listening. Listen, like that's something huge in our profession. You know? Listen, I had somebody tell me and just you know, the other day. Uh-huh. I was like, "Are you okay? You seem, you know, something's bothering you." No, I'm okay. I said, "No, no, I have like 10, 20 minutes. If you want, we could talk about it." Right. She was like, "Well, do you will you really listen to me?" said absolutely i'll listen to you i wouldn't ask you if you're okay if i didn't care but 20 minutes went into an hour but it just goes to show like some people just want to be heard Mm -hmm. i don't want your feedback i don't want your constructive criticism sometimes i just want your ears because you got two ears and one mouth (laughs) so i want these to work before this comes into play so but what happens if if um if you're speaking and there's a and there's a point that the person needs to make in the course of your speaking, mm-hmm. and and if you know, let's say if you if you if you're talking for like 20 minutes and and he and that person has the ability to lose his train of thought and not touch on and that point may be very important. So for that person, it they may feel is um, prevalent for me to bring it out at this moment. Mm-hmm. Right, because otherwise I'm gonna probably forget what it is that I have to say, and it may be very a valid point that can help Correct. or touch on to what you're saying. Correct, but if so it's that inter- important, so you won't inter- you'll remember it. You won't interject me. If it's that important, 
you will remember what it is that's very important for you to say. And once I'm done, mm -hmm. then now is your time to speak and address what is very important that you well, need to tell if me. They forget, if, if, if they can. Um, Sometimes people forget. Yeah. If it's important? Because one of you guys said it, we, we, we're human, right? We are. So as human, we do we sometimes forget. forget. We, we lose our, trains of, our train of thought. Right? So in order to, 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 to address bring, that, Prince. No, I'm just saying for us and our profession, right? We, because we gotta remember a lot of right, things. To handle to handle to answer the question that Reg is saying, for us it's easy to you know, when we are dealing with families or individuals, we got that paper, that pen. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But if in our profession when we had that paper and pen, oh, if Red says something that you write it me, down, yeah. I'm gonna write that down on the side so that and remember so I can bring that back to you. Um, but ordinary conversations like this, right? This is going to go on for an hour or whatever, or having a conversation with someone, and a um, person may bring up three different important topics, right. subject matters, right? right? Issues. Right. And I forgot about the first one, but I'm focused on the third one. So, again, like, like, like someone said, just... Uh, you guys got to remember something. You guys have a profession, right? So when you guys step in that throne, that's who you guys are. But when you guys step away, there's sometimes that you we having a conversation and it's like, hold on, let me just say this. So it's, for us, it's just like, okay, I'm going to let you know because guess what? Maybe on the second route, like me and you be on the phone two, three hours, I'm going to be like, you know what? Okay, this is not as important as the, what I was going to say. Maybe she needs more on this side. Right. So it's going to be different. Now, if I'm actually a social worker, then it's different because you have to jot things down where... You go back and reread it. We're not rereading when we're having a conversation. We're listening. Our mind is taking in, but it's not actually recording everything 100%. Right. Now, if we had a recorder, we could press play and be like, all right, you know what? I wanted to tell you this when it came down to this. Right. So for you guys, it's different because of your profession. But again, once you walk out your office or your location, you guys are back to normal. Yes, that? that thing don't come off of me. I don't know why. It's a part of me now. Adding to what she's saying, it's a missed opportunity to make a valid point as to what the person is saying. Okay. Right? Yeah. So sometimes it's okay to interject, right? right and that's, right. The, that's the reason why. So how do you interject without it blocking a person's uh It depends on the person because, because the person, depends on the, it depends on the person, right, who you're talking to. Because everybody's different. Some people may welcome that, mm -hmm. right? Especially if the, if the point that you're making is valid. And if the, if the person is not receptive to that, they won't receive it. They'll take it as, oh, you keep interrupting me. Right, well, right. I know that's right. I'm not interrupting you, right? I'm adding on to what you're saying, right? Or well, I'm trying to touch on to whatever the issue is. Because there's a reason why you're talking to me, right? right, right. You're confiding in me because you trust me. Right, most of the time, right? So when we have conversations with people in that of that magnitude, we, you know, you trust them in some way. Right. So if, if if you trust me enough to talk to me about whatever the issue is, and I happen to interject, and if and if the point that, that I'm making is valid, it should be taken as such. Right. But some people don't accept that for whatever the reason is. Mm. So do you think when you have a conversation with somebody, maybe you can address that, like? You know, whatever you want to lay out on the table is cool. But if something comes to mind that I need to state, based on what you're saying, I may want to interject. No, because that's not organic. That's, that's, not, not, that, organic. that's not organic. Yeah, that right? naturally doesn't happen. Because already from the beginning of it, before I even start talking, you're putting boundaries on what? On, you're putting boundaries there, right? Right. So it's just like here, we're having a, a natural flow of conversation, right? So Carmen was making a point. You're making a Right. He's not shutting you down. He's just adding on to what you're saying. Right. 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 And it's waiting. It's even. It goes back to listening. Listening to that moment where, like, when Carmen was speaking, I waited until she had that pause, mm -hmm. and then that's when I, you know, came in. Come in. What not exactly? But um, yeah, definitely um, it's gonna be a lot. Stimulating minds. Definitely, definitely gonna, be, gonna a be a lot. lot of, I lot mean, of, it is a lot it's already. For, it's it's for, for different it's, people, it's for, for different, different mindsets. For Everything. perspectives, mm -hmm. for different views. understandings, for misunderstandings, it's gonna be a lot of a lot of a lot, a lot of a lot. But and I'm open to it. But ultimately, it's all in the It's all collective, though. Yeah. Ultimately, the outcome to it is, is you know, to show people that we're able to understand each other, and like no matter which way is said, how is delivered, we understand each other, so we could 
show humans that we actually could be like interact with each other without actually doing street stuff, fighting, arguing, putting each other down. We're just listening to each other. Yeah, but more so for me, you know, I don't, I don't want to make this a race thing, but I think that is important. I'm gonna always say that that people can see themselves through somebody else, not just from experience. But I need somebody to. I want to be able to relate to somebody that that can that looks like me, right? Especially in in the profession we're in, it's not a lot of us black people that do this type of work, right? Right. So if, when you have a client that's talking to you about something and they don't understand, how how can you really help them? We don't come from the same background. We don't come from the same culture. All of these things are so different. And I like the fact that we have two two men, two females, but we're 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 all from like different backgrounds. But we're we're, we're we support blackness. Right. I that's that's what's important for me. We represent our blackness. Right. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> No, no, that's that's real. That's, that's that. Real. No, honestly, I mean, I'm being honest. I grew up on watching TV shows, and I never saw nobody that looked like me. Right? I never saw anybody that looked like me. In the, TV shows? No, because no, but that was in my life. That was not my life. No, I didn't have. You said someone who doesn't look like you. The Cosby's look like you. The Cosby's look like me, granted. But when I say look like me, like Fresh I'm, Prince. Of course, Good we had time. we had amazing black strong shows. Family I'm not just dis- I'm not disputing that. Right. But in my household, a lot of that shows were I didn't watch those shows. We watched my grandmother liked all in the family type of stuff and like you know what I mean. Like we'll watch Jeopardy. These people in Jeopardy didn't look like me. Wheel of Fortune. I didn't see me. I didn't see representation of blackness. Gotcha. Now I want to create that. I want to create a representation of. Blackness, but not just blackness, education, educated people that represent their culture and blackness. I think that's very, for me, that's the most important thing. I know where I come from, and I want to, I want to keep representing that. So let me ask you this: so, not seeing a representation of you on TV, how how would that affect your life? Mm, good question. It did affect my life. Huh. It did because I went into an all-white school, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like even now, when I'm around people, I've had people that tell me, oh, you don't, you don't sound black. You don't act black. Like, I don't know what that means. But then when I'm around white people, they make, they make it clear that I'm not white. Mm-hmm. I've struggled with that. Being in a Catholic school, granted, there was black people, but where I grew up before the whole gentrification happened, it was a lot of white people in my neighborhood. Right. So, and then I was that token black friend. I wasn't the the friend because I was just, you're a cool person. You're nice. I was that, oh, so your hair is nice. Oh, what is, like, I was never, I never knew, like, okay, I go with, I go with my black people. Oh, you be acting like them white people. Oh, okay. I go with the white people, but you don't look like us. You don't dress like us. Your mom makes fried chicken. Whatever the case may be. So I did, I feel like it did affect me. Because even up until now, sometimes when I'm in certain places, I know where I'm more comfortable at, or I know where I'm not comfortable at. Mm, speaking about uncomfortability, that sounds like um, not the Stockholm syndrome. The uh, hmm, what's the syndrome I'm looking for? Come on, come on. I don't know. Prince It'll I, come to me. But it's basically a syndrome drinks. where you feel like because we're having drinks, um, <laughs> where you feel like you're not, you know, comfortable in that space. You know, mm-hmm. like you don't belong there. Um, I, I don't you know. think that. I mean, that's not what you just, just about, me. Right? I don't think that comes from TV. Right? I didn't. I didn't say it did come from. I just said mm-hmm. it comes from not having people who look like me, right? And even when you think about music videos, mm-hmm. these vixen chicks—they light skin. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, there's no blackness. So I want to see. Is of imagery, course, it's right? all about that. You know, the the lighter you are, the prettier you are. Why? Why? But doesn't that come from home? Of course, it comes from. It comes from the household. It's like your, you know, your parents, your family shows you where you come from. Shows you, like for example, in my household, yeah, I would listen to Spanish all day, every day, and mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, I'd be like, yo, I'm so mad, I can't hear this, I can't listen to this. I'm talking, but guess what? My parents actually showed me where I came from. I was born in Puerto Rico. I wasn't born here. I came here when I was one year and a half. But everything, everywhere we went, it was just 
Spanish, 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 Spanish. My block was Spanish and blacks. We all and we all got along. There was like not even one white person in there. Mm-hmm. My school probably not even five percent white people. It was straight. Like I always say, hood. It was like no, we all got along with each other and stuff. But it comes from the household. My mother would take me to Puerto Rico for the summertime, three months. I'm learning. My, you know, my mother. She don't know English, but she would try to teach me as much as she can. Will tell me something in English, something in Spanish. But again, it comes from the household. We will watch Spanish. I'd be sitting there like, what? Mm-hmm. Watching novelas all day. But at the same time, guess what? She would let us watch Smurf. She would let her Full House. She would let her watch Jefferson's, Golden Girls. I would watch all that. So it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like it comes from the household. So, so going back to Tamara's point, and you saying you being Puerto Rican, do you identify as black? How does that work? How did that work when you were coming up? See, for me, it wasn't like we didn't have that maliciousness of because my my area, my you know my how do I say that my um my location where I was at your neighborhood my right? town yeah mm-hmm. my neighborhood we didn't have that where you we think were dis- about race. we didn't discriminate each other mm-hmm. we actually were with each other and mm-hmm. every time even the drug dealers would help us out even. You know, the homeless people. There was a homeless girl that would come to my mom's house every day, knock on the door, and my mom would give her food. So it's like that community, we were all together. We were all united. So it's like, you know, yes, they were singing the song because it was just something when you were growing up. You know how sometimes something comes out, you know, a fight, a fight, a nigga and a white. You know, that would come out, but it's like, there's nobody white there. It's, we all color people. We all Spanish. We all black. We, but it was just something that we hear. And at the end of the day, our parents wouldn't tell us, don't sing that because our parents didn't know. But we were literally, or if we needed sugar, I could knock on my neighbor's door and be like, can I get sugar? And my neighbor wasn't Puerto Rican. My neighbor was black. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to school with my best friend from downstairs, the first floor. She was black. I would go downstairs, and if we had a problem, they would come out and help us. So it's like, it depends, you know, where you are and how people identify themselves. Me, personally, I identify myself as I'm Latina, but at the same time, you know, I like my color people. I like my blackness. I love them. You understand? So it's like, I don't have anything against them. I don't have... I, we didn't grow up like that to have... To look at somebody and... Oh, you know what? Look at her. Look at what she's wearing. You know, what she's wearing. What? No. I, we all helped each other out. We were all together. Because the reason why I bring that up, you know, we are in... We are in a time where, you know, Black Lives Matter. Things are happening. You know, red, black, and green. And all that other good stuff, right? And a lot of people jump on the bandwagon, but a lot of people really, again, who are, are different ethnicities, they don't identify. I've seen posts where you have individuals who, you know, Indian or Trini or whatever, they don't claim their blackness. Puerto Ricans or Dominicans, they don't claim their blackness. They need blackness. to go back into history. Right, exactly. <laughs> so that's why, because you had mentioned that you are Puerto Rican, so I just wanted to get a a perspective of how you identify uh, with, you know, the struggle. Right. Um, I've always heard this term, you have black people and you have those who happen to be black. Mm-hmm. Um, how I broke that down, it's a mind frame. You know, you have black people and you have those who happen to be black. Those who happen to be black, they just, they're by skin color. Mm-hmm. They don't identify with the struggle, with the history, right, with the cause, anything that has to do with elevating blackness. And then you have those who are about that, like, like they are out there in the front lines, they're out there about supporting black businesses, whatever, whatever. So that's why I asked you as far as um, how do you identify? Like, I mean, when we go back into history, when Puerto Ricans, they Tainos, you know, they mix. My father, I mean, his complexion is dark skin, mm. you know. And I could say this, when I was younger, the only thing that people would say is they would look at my skin color and look at my dad and question my mom and ask my mom if I belonged to my dad, if I was my mm. dad's kid. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. But it was just like sometimes they were trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like even now, I, I would be with my dad and now the way I speak Spanish sometimes... You know, you catch the accent depending on who you're hanging out with. So sometimes my accent will be Dominican and they'll be like, that's not your kid. But I'm Puerto Rican just like my dad. It's just people will judge you because that's what they are. And then that's how they are. Excuse me. And on top of that, the reason people judge you, no matter if it's your color, the way you're speaking, the way you're dressing, is because they feed off that energy. That's how they feel that they're moving up in life, by getting that energy, by making you feel like crap. They make you feel like crap, and they take that and run with it because they know they're pushing that button right. because of 
so much issues mental health we have now and people don't notice that by you doing that you know i'm the type of person that i will curse you out real quick because i'm not liking what you're saying but lately, you know, I have held myself back because, you know what, when yeah. I curse somebody out, I'm giving them that, that, that yeah. upper, you know, thumb she up. Has. She needs to do the bottle. Yeah. No, she's she grown a lot. She, yeah. she has grown. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's we just, have, we've done a lot of yeah, work a together. A lot of work. Yeah. We do a we lot of individual work together. work together. But let me tell you, I will, I'm quick. She did, I won't she's think, been doing very well. I won't think twice. But now it's like I'm allowing you to push my button. I'm showing you the buttons to push to bring me down. And that's the problem we have in society. And you know what? Black life matter. Every life matter. But at the end of the day, we need to go back into our books and actually look at how much the slaves worked to get their freedom. And people don't understand that. People think that because, you know, Columbus did this and this person did. No, this country don't belong. To be honest, and, you know, forgive me for this, but to be honest, this country don't belong to the white folks. It don't. It don't belong to the white folks. And a lot of people, you know, are going to be highly upset at that. I said that. But our people actually work their asses off to make this country come up and be where it's at. I mean, who would actually get upset at you speaking of You know, it's, it's, it's it is the history, history but history. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes people will connect with you or will not connect with you. But we're speaking the truth and we're not speaking it to be belittled or you At know all. make somebody feel less than what we are Correct. we're actually speaking educational wise so again if anybody does get offended you know that's not for you to the carry. shoe might fit because <laughs> i mean for those who get offended that's why we're here that's why we're minds. here we, we want to stimulate their minds that's open it. up that portal for them to think yeah. otherwise that's, and that's see other uh, mode. yeah because i mean exactly. triggered you look, right. you look at my grandparent my grandparent was dark skin my my grandfather was working in the fields to make sure he came home and took care of my mother and the six kids they had we didn't but have it easy i think it goes back to i think uh, i think you said it, it goes back to um was taught to you at home. Yeah. And then, you know, if you, if you, you taught certain things at home, um, it's on you whether you walk away from those values that were instilled right. in you, right? Which, a lot, which nowadays a lot of people do. Right. right. So the value system has definitely changed. And, and I think that's part of what the issue is, the value system. Mm-hmm. Because most of the young kids today, they're not being taught at home. Right. They're being taught outside of home. Right. But not only that, they're being copycats. The following is the following is crazy beyond Instagram. and <laughs> social media has made it worse. Yes. When we were growing up, AOL, it was just like one thing. Everybody actually was there, and even you know, color people, color people, LGBT, everybody, white people, we were all actually together. But the fact that in our household, we come and we tell our kid, "This is blue." We want. Our kids actually say this is blue. So when they step outside, us knowing mm-hmm. that it's not blue. Mm-hmm. You understand? We teach our children. And on top of that, when we don't teach our well, children. It's not, it's not, that, it's not, it's not something that you, that you teach your children. Like when you have children, when they're little, right? Before, they, before you're able to really teach them, they watch you. So they, they adapt to what they see most. As they're watching, right, we're right, teaching them. Right, right. But and unconsciously, you teach them. Sometimes, I, me personally as a parent, I feel like we do it on purpose. So they could go out there and just continue because our parents taught us something. So we want to continue pushing that same... It's learned behavior. Yeah. Right. Let's yeah, just but see. if it's learned behavior, then it's not... It's, it's not conditioned. Done, it's not done intentionally or consciously. It's right. Not, it's, it's, not, it's, 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 it's unconscious. If it's learned behavior, it's not being taught. Right. It's, it's, not, being it's not being taught at home. So it's like if I leave... Well, that's I, what he was saying. If right. I take so a plate and I leave it there... I'm leaving it there because guess what? When I was growing up, my parents, for example, right. privileged people, right. privileged people. No, no, you're on privileged. the right track, right, exactly. My parents had somebody to come and pick up their slack. So guess what? Now I'm teaching my kids that I got somebody to pick up my slack. So it's like I'm teaching them. Mm-hmm. Everything is being learned. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Us, we don't have that. We don't have that where we could just throw something there and then have somebody come. We don't have, I mean, I'm going to say this wrong, but we don't have the help. You understand? We don't have the help. And a lot of people think that we supposed to be the help. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you better talk about it today. Yeah, a lot of people think that <laughs> we're supposed on. to be the help. Come and, on, true. You know, and you know, not only that, between the well, generation... to that. Listen, between this generation, <laughs> it's just like... Because it's not being taught, and as a female, I mean, I know 
like again, maybe a lot of females might disagree, but sometimes we try to be vindictive and not show or care about our kids or have a kid just to keep somebody which don't work. And you know, we just we just there for a check. <laughs> We there for a check, so it's like we're teaching. Where, where are we going with this? I don't know. Right? I, think when it comes, I think that's just when it comes down. Wait, hot all of a sudden. I think that's session fifteen or something. No, seven. when it comes down to the teaching, it's like you know <laughs> we're teaching. We're teaching our kids wow, to use. Wow. Okay. Come no, on. when that happens, it's just like what I mean. When it came down to like their parents write, or something like that. that down for next <laughs> no, that'll be the next one. That's but, session fifteen. No, but what I'm saying to that is like we're teaching our kids to use people. Everything is being taught. Yeah. So it's like we have a kid to try to keep somebody. So guess what? What our kids are going to do? They're going to do the same. Same thing. So it's like a cycle that continues and we're not breaking it. And these celebrities are no uh, better. They no. just constantly promote them. And these kids are swallowing their sure. lyrics up. Not to mention any names, but old girl was like, I don't cook, I don't clean. You know what I mean? So how do you feel but about that statement? Do you think that's a real statement? I mean, just well, being no, men. I'll say this. Yeah, yeah, I'll you, say you, this. You touched that. The, the, the reason, I don't think the reason why she's saying that she don't cook and clean is because she can't. Right. She has enough money to have somebody cook. Right. But there are people right. who are broke that might feel that way. But, but, but they have somebody cook for them. That doesn't. They don't cook or clean, but they got that situation that they that, that, that where they that, have the Benson and the help, right? Correct. To do so exactly. Oh, I don't know about that. Um, I don't know. It, it goes back to what Carmen Carmen was saying. Like that perpetuates the type of mentality that you know. These are the individuals I'm looking for. Uh, this is the type of lifestyle I want to be. And it's corrupting. It's corrupting me personally. I don't know. But you could have that lifestyle. You could have it. But at the same time, just know your boundaries. Just know. Like, I teach my kids. I, I want a Chanel bag. I'm going to go get a Chanel bag. But guess what? If I want a quarter spring, I'm going to get a quarter spring. What's so a quarter I have. Spring? It's a, another company okay. that has shoes and has bags. But I teach my kids where. I work hard and I just want this. I don't need it. I just want to pay my thousand something dollars. But guess what? This bag that's ten dollars does the same mm-hmm. thing. So if you teach the principles to your kids, mm-hmm. it will move. The world will be much smoother. Mm-hmm. But when we see um, one of the Kardashians, you know, with a little kid and walking around with a Birkins or Chanel or Gucci, it's like what my daughter's gonna think. My daughter's gonna think it's okay. Yeah, but that's not. But. Again, that goes back to what's being taught at home. That's not realistic. Right, right? but it's not realistic, but it's being tw- promoted a, into a, social a, media. A six year, what hold is she? Seven, eight? No, she two. Two? That's not realistic for the average two year old to have a $12,000. It's not realistic, <laughs> but that's social media. It's what's showing it. Right. We didn't have that. What that does, what, what that does it, 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 it gives you unrealistic expectations. It right? does. So at two years old, if, 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 you know, this person's kids walking around with a $12,000 bag, what am I doing, right, that is going to allow my kid at three years old to walk around with a $12,000 bag? It's apples and oranges, right? Right. So it's unrealistic. And that's what, and I think that's part of the problem is that, like, a lot of people, you know, especially younger people, they have unrealistic expectations, right? They want to live a certain lifestyle, but then, you know, what are you doing to, to be able to live that lifestyle outside of doing negativity? Right. Right? Everything is a facade at this point. It goes back to what you're saying, the mask. Every, that's exactly my point. Oh, look. Yeah, I'm, la- I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because of the fly. Ooh, the fly. <laughs> not today, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah so that's when it comes to pants. the people yeah. not teaching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a facade, around. though. Yeah. I think it's a facade. I mean, we get caught up in the masses. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie nor pacify that I haven't been caught up. You know, sometimes you'll do something. You'll do something, and you want to post it up on the gram, right? And then somebody thinks that you got it based on what you post. Well, that's the purpose. Based of on what you right? have. I mean, uh, some people post because that's what they like, not what you're gonna like. Mm-hmm. Majority so the, of the time, what, what, I post. It depends on what you post for. Like certain people. Right. That's what I'm saying. What, what's the? What's the? What is it? What is it? Because this is the thing I can never understand, right? Why would I post? If I go out to eat, okay. I'm out with friends or my lady or whatever the situation is, right? right? Why would I post what I'm eating? I mean, why do I want everybody to know what I'm eating? Mm-hmm. Right? If I'm eating lobster, right? Why do I want? Why do I want you know the world to know that me, right? I'm out with my lady. I mean, 
That's a valid question. It's a great question. That's an excellent question. But that's where the caught up in just the masses come into play. Right. And we're all victims of it. I know right. I am. Shoot, let me go to Mr. Chow or, or, or Felipe or whatever. I want you to know that I was here and I had dinner. But why? Why? Because that's, 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 just, that's just where my mind is so at at that point. It so could possibly be. Possibly. And then when, when, when you post up stuff like that, or if I choose to wear, you know, expensive stuff, people think you got money. No, it's not that I have money. It, it might have been on sale that day. That's why I bought it. Well, you know I, what can't, I, mean? I, can't, I can't answer for the masses. I know for me personally speaking, you know, if I do that, let's just say we go out to a restaurant that I've never been to before, right? Order something, whatever. Take a photo of it because of the presentation, how it look, right? Mm-hmm. Like how we're looking. But why is that important? I wouldn't say it's important. I don't even. I wouldn't say it's important, right? It's just damn. That's no, no we question. gotta give him an answer because we got another an follow up and another one. Your turn, Carmen. Why? Why are we well, posting stuff? You know. Right? Okay. So you know what is it? Answer, but again, for me, just um, <laughs> somebody got to yeah, answer. I'm okay. gonna come up with an answer. It's not. It's not important. It's not important to me when I post something. It's because you know, for example, I always wanted to do modeling. Okay, mm-hmm. so when I post something, it's because I want to do it to try to push my career, to try to move in that direction, not because... So if you're posting food, you want to get... If I post food, let me say something. You could post food, mm-hmm. and let's say you could be a critic. So now you're building a foundation when it comes to the food. So every time you go to a restaurant, sometimes people do get paid for posting and giving what they think. Correct. So it's like the reason that certain things are being posted is because you're... Tagging the, you know, tagging the person, the getting something for free. But is that? But it, I, it's I, not I get, important. I, get the, I no, 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 no. Is I that, get that the average? Is that average the average? Person? The reason why the average person? No, posts, right? no, no, it's not. That's for the what I'm asking. I'm no. asking why the average person posts. I mean, sometimes we want to be petty. Sometimes we want to be petty and be like, you know what? Let's say, you know, I'm dealing with him, and for some reason I'm mad at him. He don't know who the hell I'm with. So you know what? I'm gonna post and I'm gonna tag. You're gonna post a lobster with two glasses. Yep, and, and that's it. Okay, you, know, you know, we being petty. Like I said, but for me, for me, if I go. That's to, for like, you though. Let me. That's like, for me. Please, that's, that's for you. That's for Carmen. Okay. Right. For me, like when I went to Jamaica, right? I had some stuff and it looked amazing and it was good. Took a photo of it, right? And I just posted it. Like it wasn't a an intent behind it. Like why I posted it? It was just. I did it, I liked it, and that's it. But for the mo- my page, right, when I post stuff, for me, it's more inspirational, motivational. I've had people tell me this, you know, um, and speaking from how I came, from where I came from and where I'm at and going and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like, that's just motivational, inspiring, and things of that nature. So, again, I post intentional stuff, you know. Um, here and there, I post a funny, crazy stuff, whatever, but... To answer your question, I want to post some fruit, right? I don't know, maybe just the way it looks. I, I really don't have a definite answer for that for you, but uh, I will get back to you on that one. Well, is it my turn? But I didn't know you so petty like that. Would you do that? I think I'm everybody's petty. Everybody's petty. I think everybody, everybody, are you kidding me? Are you I would definitely me? do it and take a picture I and think just hashtag petty. and put where I'm at. You don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm petty right. like that. But it depends I think everybody's on how you rub me. So it, it really depends. And I could be out with tomorrow, right? That's what I'm saying. You don't. It's all about all about perception. And I'll be I can person, make some. I'll be that person if we were together. I'll see that. I'll still like. Yeah, that. but let me Enjoy. say. Mm-hmm. Let me say something before tomorrow starts. A bullshit. No, Excuse no. my words. No, it's not. It's not. I believe so. I know so. I believe in my okay. spirit, my soul. What? Well, I'm in depth with that, and I believe that is for everybody. I hate You're not gonna. You like it because yeah. now. Okay, I see. I see what you're doing. That's probably why you like it. Not because, oh, cool. There's going to be some type of conversation after, after the fact. fact. Oh, yeah. Come on. Let's just something. be real. You know me by now. But let me tell you something. When, before tomorrow starts, and tomorrow knows this one, sometimes, right, we post something, right? And even though we're living our life the way we want to live, we have them nosy people that's oh, behind. Oh, lurkers, yeah. Yeah, that they lurking, and they seeing that you put this glass up here, so now because you either owe them money. Oh, that'd be another Or you don't, get, you, know, you don't get what you want from them, now they're going to start talking about you. Mm. Okay? So sometimes we just post to post. Like he said, we post to post because it's cute. But guess what? Sometimes the other person behind it is actually looking at it, and they being petty in their own way because you owe them $10. 
and Tamara know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's true. So you're saying, I'm still stuck on that one, the lurkers. So they if lurk. I trolls. owe the trolls, if they I trolls. owe if I owe Tamara money, mm-hmm. I will post intently. You you post no, you don't post no, intent. No, no, no. You post. Let's say okay, you going away, right? But here you go. You have a situation that you and Tamara came into an agreement. Right. So at that moment, you're not giving Tamara the ten dollars. But you out having but dinner. But you out having a good time. Where's, so now I'm watching your pockets. And it's you know? not watching. You okay, know what? It's not necessarily watching your watching your pockets. But if you asking somebody to borrow money. That means you don't have money, right? So if somebody's kind enough to be like, you know what, I'm gonna loan it to you, but these are these are the terms and conditions. Because I'm the type of person, for me, if I loan something to you, how I give it to you is how I need to have it back. So if I give you a hundred dollars, I don't want you to say, yo, T, let me give you twenty five dollars. This way. no, when you have my whole one zero zero, that's when you give it back to me. Can I borrow hundred? I'm just giving you an example. <laughs> <laughs> so what she's saying is. If 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 Carmen owes me money, right, and we got our little terms and conditions, okay, I got you. You, you told me something and made me feel like I want to give it to you. Right. I'm texting you. I'm calling you. I don't hear from you. But now I'm seeing you on the social media mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And you out here in St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to DM you like, oh, snap. I'm a D- what whole, up? Act the whole fool, huh? Sometimes you have to, you know. Sometimes you got to disrespect to get respect. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I DM you and I'm like, yo, what up? Oh, snap you. Look at you looking all sun-kissed and all that. Oh, yeah, you know, I needed a vacation. But then when I bring up my money, now you block me. Or you don't respond. Or you don't respond. That is, that's another way of catching somebody. Social media got pros and cons, right? Yeah. Um, for me, I don't have an answer. I'm really getting to a point now that I want to start posting things on purpose and not just because it's just for a like or two. But I'm learning to post things that I like, oh, not mean, for... Oh, um, that's a good question. So, that yes, I'm glad you mentioned that. So, the stuff that we post or anybody post, forget speaking about other people. Post us. That, yes, that you post, you and myself. Do you do it for the likes? Because, you know, a lot of people are motivated and generated by the likes and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Does that tickle your fancy? You look and I'm like, oh my goodness, I got 125 likes, 325 likes. Like that, does that make you more or less Tamara? Does that I make you more what I like. or less common? No. I post what I, post what I, I, I post like what when I, like. I, you know, when I feel like it. Sometimes I, it'd be like a weekend, I don't post anything, but I'll post something on my Insta story. But the reason that sometimes I'm posting is because I'm helping my friend promote her, her business. So it's like, there's stuff that I post on my business and there's stuff that I post on my personal. Right. I just post when I feel like it. Like, if I take a picture, okay, you know what? I'm promoting Tamara's shirt. Then guess what? I'm going to do it because I'm promoting my friend's stuff. Right, right, right. You understand? Um, so if you get two likes, that It's okay. Because you know care. what? Let me tell you something. I don't care about that. If you notice when you do make an account on Instagram as a business person, as a business social media, if you go into your picture and you go into Insight, you see how many p- people have come to that picture and actually seen the picture it. without yeah. liking it. Yeah. So people will come to the page no matter what you put up just to be nosy. Mm-hmm. They come, they be nosy, and you actually see that they have shifted to somebody else. They share the picture, but they don't like the picture. So it's like, oh, it so is, you can see all you can see, I can see it. I can definitely when see. When it's open, so you yeah. it's private, so, you can't see so it. So you pretty much know how many people are right. looking at whatever you post. Right. I can see. I, I mean, you don't see who, but you see how many. Right, right, so right. sometimes I have 123 likes, but when I go into Insight, I see that I have a thousand and something people that came in that reached, meaning you came into my page. But you have to understand something. Some people won't like your page because they don't like you. Ooh, say that again. Some people won't like your page because they don't like you. Mm-hmm. But they don't dislike you enough to not want to follow you. Mm-hmm. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. Perfect sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I like to feed those type of people too. Oh. Right? I, I have a little time. So it was back to the petty. And back to the uh, petty. You know, <laughs> I don't like that word. So. Okay, what, what, can, what can we uh, use? I got a little time. That's my, my, that's yeah, my time. time. So I got a little time. I do things that thing cause, that you know, the, the idle time is devil time. So when I say I got a little time, I might do a little, you know, use, useful things or unuseful things with my time. And when I know, like, you're like, you're like somebody else that I have mutual friends. Like, so let's just say you're like Carmen. 
people. We we're collectively together. But there's right. something about me you don't like. I've had somebody say, "Are you always happy? Are you always positive?" It's not real. Mm-hmm. For that person. For that particular mm-hmm. person. Right. Exactly. And if you feel like I'm not real, then why are you following me? Because mm-hmm. I want to be. Look, but you, you look. You're the first person to look at my snap. But you won't look at. You won't like a picture. Yeah. <laughs> what? And not only that. You the first. I can see you the first person. Oh. Yep. I just. Two seconds ago, I, oh, she posted, yep. and you'll look at my snap, but you won't even like my picture. Not like the, and I don't need and you to it, like my picture. Does it matter that they, that they don't like your picture? No, no but you know, know, sometimes that's like... Is there a psychology behind it? Like, I, I see, you, you no. post up something, I'm looking at it, mm-hmm. right? I see it, oh, this is but I don't give you that acknowledgement or that whatever. Because the same way you know they see it, they know you, you see it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I now I that though. Right, and I posted up something a while ago saying that if exactly. pretty much something to the effect that if the reason why people don't like your joints is because the same people they talk bad about you, they'll see that you know that shit. But that's yeah, who exactly. they want to be. Right. And sometimes, guess what? Sometimes you go into somebody's page, like let's say Rush puts something up on his social media. I don't mess with him. I don't talk to him. But guess what? But I know, let's say, my girlfriend on this side talks to him, and I see him out with a group of people. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna come and I'm gonna share it with her because yep. I don't I'm know if he has. Yeah, I don't know if he has. Yeah, it's just it's, it's, so it's just messy. Like, yeah, it's it very messy. messy. And also, messy. it comes down to sometimes, and me and Tamara have had the discussion where we could do what we want to do when we want to do it, mm. how we want to do it, with with or without kids. There's certain people that envy your life but still be there to watch you. Mm-hmm. Nice. You understand? It's just like we could go out, our kids are big enough, and we have people to support they us to watch village, our children. Right? But that person that's watching and is being envy, they don't have a village. They try to create one with the people around them, but it never works. So then they'll say that me and her are bad moms because we don't spend time with our kids. Yes. Just giving an example. Oh we, travel, we oh, we don't travel. We don't. Oh, we. Oh, we don't travel with our kids. kids. We don't travel with our kids. We don't show our kids things. You have to divide. Adults is adults. Kids is kids. When and it's I time for family, son, yeah, I don't go time. everywhere with him. Exactly. My kids don't need to do what I do all. What right. they don't need to know what I do all day every day. But when you have a village and you guys support, you're able to move. Jealousy and envy is a is a is a sickness. Mm-hmm. I feel like it should be a part of the DSMW. Right. I really do. Right. Because um, it is a, it's a very, very bad sickness and it, it makes people vicious, like well, dangerous. Jealousy? It should be a part of the DSM 5, like that mental, you know, um, disconnect. Yeah. But um, I don't know, y'all. I just, this is just the beginning and I still got so much that I need to talk about. I know, right? <laughs> I know, I know. And here we are. <laughs> And this is what we're going to give. We got That's a right. whole bunch of gumbo yep. full of, right. of knowledge. Hopefully, we can provide that, right? Provide and it, wisdom. Yep. And wisdom. But most of all, we want to inspire. We want to encourage. We want to uplift. We want to make sure we give people the confidence to be open. You know, mm-hmm. we, as for collective, you guys could always, you know, they could reach out to us and Q&A. What do you want to right. hear? The, you know, the topic for next week. Right. We're here to actually give you guys, you know, Basically everything with raw, basically so everything raw. raw. Very We're not gonna sugarcoat anything. Yeah. Um, and I'm just loving it. I could be here for a long me too, time. Me too, <laughs> so, me too. So, so, so should we do that? Should we get individuals? You know, our contact information, how to reach out, the, the, the Facebook through social Instagram. media. Well, social media, yeah. they could reach to us. Right. Well, what yeah. we could definitely do is just put the Q and A in our Instagram. So right. you know, once we eventually post. We always could put it on our Insta story and put a Q&A. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, question, you know, what topic would you like to hear? They have answer. So are we, we, we going to have a, 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 a page for stimulating moments? Yeah, we have. Oh, it's already there. Yeah, mm-hmm. two pages. Two pages. One for Instagram, one for Facebook. And you and know, plus the, uh, YouTube, YouTube and the Correct. podcast. Right. Wait, what I like about today is that I feel like we touched on, we did synopsis it's of different things, yeah. right? We That's did... Right. The flu, it went from, I didn't even, we didn't talk about our coping skills for pandemic, for but we'll Good talk night. about that next, next time. time. <laughs> See? It just went from Social one thing, exactly. it just know. went from one thing to the next, and hopefully now when we post it, people will see just the type of dialect that we're going to provide. Okay, that's good. And some type of content, that's and good. 
And we can even ask, well, what what is bothering you? What would you like us to discuss? And okay. guys, whatever you guys send us on DM, we will not mention your name, oh, your yeah, IG. No, 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 no. You know, we'll make sure everything is confidential. Yes. We, you guys want to know an answer to something? Just send us a question. We, unless you guys say, yes, I want you to say my name, we will not say it. Correct. So. Correct. Well, that's it for today. That's, that's it. it for today. And, uh, until next time. time. <laughs> today was the premiere. Today was the, the premiere. premiere. <laughs> today, we did well, we, we, did, we don't have yet. any more, but exactly. we did very good, and we I'm did. very, very happy, and I'm very excited to see more to come. Um, like I said, just this first show already just kind of touched on every little thing, because you went on with the kids and keeping people, and you talking about social media, all these type of stuff. This is what it's all about. But what I really want to break is stigma, right? I want to I want to I want to minimize stigma and talk about things that in our community that we got to be quiet about. So, this is another element of that. Okay. Which would be yes. reality, not fantasy. Exactly. Gotcha. So with that being said, here here, I'm excited and this is stimulating mind. Ew. Ew.